And there's a fabulous new initiative that we're delighted to be involved in, Hours to Protect, a radio project spearheaded by the Independent Broadcasters of Ireland. Um, we've got over 1,200 new and unique programmes coming over the next 12 months, not all here on KCL or of course all 23 local and regional stations involved and uh, there's a few bits and pieces that we'd like you to get involved with. Our very own Edna Crick has joined me in the studio. Good morning, Edna. Good morning, Brian. There's a couple of things that we want the, to let the listeners know about. I mean, we're going to be posting all this on our social media channels a bit later on. There's an interesting little tool that you made me do yesterday to look at our carbon footprint, isn't there? Yeah, so look, we're linking in with um, the 23 other local um, and national radio stations and John Purcell will be along um, after the news to tell us more about the project and how it's going to operate. But I suppose the overall um, initiative, if you check out ours to protect.ie, um, that's where all of the stations so will be broadcasting here and it'll go on our um, website and all of that. Mm. But they're all going to feed into this national project. It's going to be fabulous, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's, it's so exciting. Yeah, it's massive. I mean, a thousand... 200 hours of, of unique programming all about the environment just goes to show how how much that independent radio sector treats this as being a serious issue. Yeah, absolutely and representative of listeners' views and what people are doing across Carlow and Kilkenny to make a difference in climate action, climate change new initiatives. So um, we've done a lot here over the last number of months and, and year um around climate action and I suppose what we're hoping to do with this is is to get out and about each week and to meet people that are really making a difference yeah. in the areas. New, really new initiatives. So um, Derville Ledwich with Kilkenny County Council will be here after um, 11 and we've been linking in with um, Jeanette O'Brien in um, Carlo as well and um, they have so many, so much stuff going on so I'm really excited that every Thursday we'll be bringing you a prepackaged piece on this but what you and I did yesterday, which I thought was really it was interesting, interesting, wasn't it? The global footprint. Yeah. I mean, so, so if you, if you're listening at home and you're talking, well, that sounds interesting. What are they talking about? Go on to errors to protect.ie and very quickly on the homepage, you'll see that global footprint. There's a little link and you click on it and it's very, very straightforward. There's no personal information. You're not putting in your address or anything no, like that. No. Um, you can do, you're invited to put in your email if you want to sign up to a newsletter to get all the information, but you don't require, it doesn't require you to put in any personal information. So it's just a generic click through around, um, you know, how your house is built, uh, the size of it, whether you recycle, how much meat and dairy products you yep. use um, each week. It's very quick as well because I hate those servers where you think, I'll be interested in that, I'll click in it and then 12 minutes later you're like, oh, <laughs> is this still going? There's only about five or six pages on it and what it does is it calculates basically how long you as a human would last within the the, the calendar year before you've got to the point whereby the world cannot sustain your activities. Yeah. So, so if everybody lived like we do, yeah, how quickly, how quickly we would quickly exhaust we run out the resources, resources of the planet? Now, given that the average, mm -hmm. <laughs> the average, take into account people that are living in, in third world countries and are not driving cars and, and burning a huge amount of fossil fuels and, 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 you know, everything that goes along with that, the average person in the world would be August, middle August, before they actually used up their natural resources. Yeah. Will we be open and honest with them and tell them what our results were? Well, you can go first because yours were far better than mine. Uh, not much. Well, I they mean, were. I had nothing to be proud of, to be quite honest with you. I went through, clicked on, you know, what type of house you live in, how much you drive, what type of car you drive, what type of food you eat. And if everybody on the planet lived like me, the planet would run out of natural resources every year 
on the 26th of February. Two months into a 12-month calendar. Yeah, it's quite stark, isn't it? Mm. And that's what I found really interesting. Like, I can't even remember my date, but yours was, mine was far higher than yours. Mm. Um, and, and what was really interesting from us, like our lives are pretty comparable in terms of being adult parents to children who live in houses. But the big difference between us was we both commute. You obviously have a longer commute than I do. Was the EV mm. and you drive an electric vehicle, and that massively reduced your carbon footprint. Yeah, based on on this. And listen, this is this, this is not me uh, being holier than thou. I mean, to be quite honest with everybody at home listening, um, the main reason that I chose to go EV was more from a pound shillings and pence perspective yeah. in terms of the cost of fuel. Um, luckily enough, I was able to get hold of an EV to do it. But just to put that into some perspective, even driving an EV. Mm. I'm using more than the world can provide me with yeah. by the 26th of February each year. The only reason I get through the year is because there's people in Africa, people in other parts of the world who actually use practically no natural resources at all in mm-hmm. comparison. It really is quite stark and would be looking at... You, you were... I was up there. Now, in fairness, but, you made a mistake on, on well, completing the survey as well. I mean, yeah, for those like, of you listening, Ethnic Work thinks she lives in a house that's, I think you said, eight and a half, 12,000 <laughs> square feet or something. I the size of brawn. I wouldn't be the best for the measuring tape, Brian. Um, but yeah, look, I think it's, it's things like this. We can have all the initiatives. We can have all the information. But really, it's looking at the individual. And we really can make a difference. Yeah. And we really have to start doing more to make that difference. Well, stay tuned with us because Hours to Protect is coming your way. That panel discussion launching the whole initiative after the news at 11, which is on the way very shortly. With thanks to the Fairgreen Shopping Centre gift card, the perfect gift for all occasions. See fairgreen.ie. The KCLR text and WhatsApp line 083 306 9696. Sponsored by Dinners Ready Market Yard Kilkenny. Our chilled meal selection offers delicious meals ready to heat and enjoy in the comfort of your home. Growing concerns over acre scheme. For more in your farmer's journal, here's Paul Mooney. Agricultural advisors warn of threat to farmer payments if work cannot be completed on time. As drought bites and minister orders fodder survey, we've expert advice on how to cope. Farmers to pay new charge for wormer prescriptions in vet compromise. Rewetting? All you need to know about how it could affect your farm. Advice for dealing with this year's tax bill. And don't miss IFJ Junior. For kids, by kids. All inside this week's Irish Farmer's Journal. On sale now. Our summer sale continues at Callan Co-op with amazing offers on garden furniture, lounge sets and accessories. Save €100 Euro on the Lapari four-piece rattan set with two armchairs, a sofa and a coffee table. Call in today for everything you need for summer living at Callan Co-op Home Value, West Street, Callan. CallanCoop.ie Buds and Blossoms Leash Garden Festival takes place at Spink Community Grounds Sunday, June 11th from 12pm. Gardening talks with Fanula Fallon from the Irish Times, Hester Ford and Rosie May from the Irish Garden Magazine and Julie Ann Kelly. Also the best Irish nurseries, garden providers, food, musical entertainment and lots of children's activities. See leashgardenfestival.com. Look your best this summer with new Nordic apple cider tablets. Apple cider may help maintain fluid balance and support the breakdown of fat in the digestive system. New Nordic apple cider tablets are easy to take and provide all the goodness of raw, unfiltered apple cider vinegar with the mother without the strong taste. Available at Natural Health Store, Market Cross Kilkenny and Main Street, Wexford. Feel good on the inside. It's almost 11 o'clock. A good time to drop your car to Philip Ireland Tires for your free NCT check. Call us on 056 
Yes, you're listening to KCLR Live. It's just coming up on a minute to 11. As we said there a moment ago, coming up after 11 hours to protect kicks off with a panel discussion. I'll be joined in studio by our own CEO and chair of the Independent Broadcasters of Ireland, Mr. John Purcell. Dervla Ledwich, Kilkenny Climate Action Coordinator, will also be here and joining us on the phone, Waste Prevention Officer for the Southern Region Waste Management Office, Ursula Ahern. We'll also be playing you some great music. I've got a piece of YouTube music that I've been dying to play for the last couple of days and also um, talking a little bit about adults getting back involved in sports a lot longer after they originally played the same sport what does it feel like to get back involved in adult sports my own brother recently started playing five of side I think the best way to describe him at the moment he's in bits most of the time you talk to him so you know do we need to keep our youthfulness in check or does it make sense to get back out and get involved in sports as an adult but now at 11 o'clock it's time to go over to Ashling Bolton Dowling in the newsroom Thanks, Brian, and good morning. A number of children have been stabbed following an attack in the Alpine town of Annecy. The French Interior Minister says several people were injured, but that the individual was quickly arrested. It's reported five were hurt, including four children, two of them seriously. A brand new climate action project kicks off here on KCLR shortly this morning as we launch ours to protect a radio project spearheaded by the independent broadcasters of Ireland. The year-long initiative will see 23 local and regional stations broadcast over 1,200 new and unique programmes, all devoted to climate action. Funded through Commission the Man Sound and Vision Fund, the programmes will seek to examine the impact of energy, travel, food waste, amongst others. These children from the Green Schools Committee at Ballon National School have been telling KCLR what climate change means. Greenhouse gases are thinning the ozone layer. Trees help us breathe. If they got chopped off, we couldn't breathe and we wouldn't be alive. In certain places, there's like severe droughts, which is causing many people to starve to death. Climate change is affecting the environment a lot. Climate change is melting all uh, the polar ice caps and that causes more floods and different weather. The government will make a 1.5 million euro financial contribution to the EU because the country can't house 350 asylum seekers. It's part of a two-year-old agreement to help countries in the Mediterranean. Taoiseach Leo Varadkar says the situation has changed fundamentally there and Ireland is now under pressure instead. Speaking on his way into Cabinet this morning, the Taoiseach says as a result a financial contribution will be made. An investigation is underway after a teenager died when his electric bike hit a pillar in Talla, Dublin last night. The crash happened in a housing estate in Fortunestown Lane at around half past ten. The teenager was seriously injured following the collision and later died at Talla University Hospital. Any witnesses are being asked to come forward. Freshford's finally got its playground the community's been working on providing one for the last 10 years and with the help of Kilkenny County Council it became the 32nd one to officially open. Councillor Michael McCarthy is based in the area and says the lack of an obvious site was one of the barriers providing it earlier. This had been bought by the council a number of years ago. Here it was an idea that uh, at the time I suppose I mooted with the playground committee and you know they were thrilled at the time so with the cooperation of the hurling club who have donated a piece of a piece of land adjoining it so it became a reality 
And finally, in England, three people on a giant inflatable duck had to be rescued after it drifted out to sea. The Coast Guard was called when Quackers was 200 metres offshore at a beach in Devon. The men on board were saved by lightboat crews on Tuesday night. It's two minutes past 11. Casey Lor Sport and Weather is next. Is your home or motor insurance up for renewal? Now is the time to check if your policy still offers you the right cover and the right fit at the right price. To be sure you're getting the best deal, take this opportunity to shop around. It's easier than you think. Simply contact your insurer or broker today. Remember, don't just renew, review. For more information, visit understandinginsurance.ie. Brought to you by Insurance Ireland. KCLR Sport. Your top sports stories of this hour and Carlo GAA chairperson Jim Bolger is confident that their Taltum Cup game against New York will still go ahead despite travel delays due to wildfires. The New York team is scheduled to arrive tomorrow morning for Saturday's fixture. Elsewhere, the final game of the Kilkenny and District League season occurs tonight. Freebooters meet Bridge United in the Mock Lawler Cup with that game kicking off at 7 o'clock in Dermodus. While Carlo have advanced the semi-finals of the Gainer Cup, they take on MGL South at three today after a 4-3 penalty quarter final win over Galway yesterday. That's your sport for now. For more, go to our dedicated sports website, scoreline.ie. KCLR Weather Word. With Electro City and Samsung. Whatever the weather, make life rewarding this summer with the Samsung Cashback Events now on. Rewarding you with up to €170 cashback on Samsung cordless vacuum cleaners. For details, see electrocity.ie. A bright start with some good spells of sunshine, but cloud will build this afternoon. However, staying dry with temperatures reaching between 16 to 19 degrees this afternoon. Currently, it's 19 degrees in Kilkenny and 17 degrees in Carlow. Temperatures on KCLR with thanks to Thailand Style Grey Cullen Carlo. Carrying tiles, bathroom wear, paints, timber flooring, and new lighting section now open. That's your news for now. For more, see KCLR96FM.com and the KCLR app. Thanks very much, Ashling. Later on in the hour, we're going to be talking about adults getting back involved in sports that they might have played when they were a bit younger. Now, I know you're not in my category just yet. <laughs> Yeah, I'm she, glad you said that. I'm glad you established that there. <laughs> well, I'm just being honest, but you didn't have to laugh. <laughs> I was just wondering, though, um, are you still playing any of the sports that you would have played when you were even younger than you are now? Um, to be honest, I used to be a competitive swimmer and I had to give that up when I started college just with injuries and that. But I, I think I was saying to you earlier, um, yeah, it, competitive swimming takes an awful lot of time. It's the early mornings getting up at four o'clock before school and going to college. I kind of was like, I need a social life for once. So yeah, yeah now I just wanted it. to ask, right now, was it college life that sort of put pay to getting up at four o'clock in the morning to go swimming or was it your maturing years that you thought oh, my body can't handle this anymore? We'll say a combination of both. Okay, a combination of both, yeah. Well, that tends to be life. It tends to catch up on us all. Ashley, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again at 12 o'clock. You're listening to KCLR Live. KCLR Live, with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlo, with a fantastic range of shops, food outlets, and a state-of-the-art IMC cinema. See fairgreen.ie. Now it's 11.05, this beautiful, sunny Wednesday morning, or sorry, Thursday morning, Thursday the 8th of June, the bank holiday effect is still in evidence here for sure. 
Uh, we've been talking a lot this morning on KCLR about a project that we're delighted to be involved in um, in a really exciting year-long climate action programme, Ours to Protect, a radio project spearheaded by the independent broadcasters of Ireland. It's, it's a weekly initiative uh, which will see 23, yeah, 23 local and regional stations coming together to broadcast over 1,200 new and unique programmes all devoted to climate action. It's funded by Commission the Monsanto Vision Fund and the programmes will seek to examine the impact of energy, travel, food and waste amongst lots of others. We'll be encouraging you to get involved. We'll be directing you to the Hours to Protect website, hourstoprotect.ie. There's lots of fun little things that you can do on there. And if you're genuinely interested in the environment or just great radio, all of the audio from all of the stations across the country will be available to download. CEO of KCLR and Chair of the IBI, John Purcell, he's with us here this morning. And joining us in studio is also Dervla Ledwich, Kilkenny Climate Action Coordinator. And on the phone in a few moments, Tom, we'll also be speaking to Ursula Hearn, who's the Waste Prevention Officer for the Southern Region Waste Management. Um, good morning and welcome along to the show. Thanks very much, Brian. Good to be here. John, first of all, I mean, coming together as a group of independent broadcasters, it, it takes important big initiatives, important big topics to drive that. What was the initiation for the discussions within the IBI for doing a project like this? Well, I suppose um, we're very aware of the responsibility that the media has uh, in galvanising the public to take on the challenge of climate. Uh, so we've been looking for stuff to do um, uh, you know, many individual stations, indeed, Casey Law, we've been doing stuff yourself and Etna uh, did a series last year, I think it was. That's right, ecological. Yeah, ecological. And so it's very important, but I, I don't think you can do too much of uh, this kind of stuff because probably the most important issue um, that our world faces, mm. like there are many issues. Um, and I suppose uh, it was a mixture of discussions with the with the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland as commissioned the man we're at with the minister and so on. And some funding was made available for climate related programs because you know um, stations like ourselves we, we operate on commercial revenue so we have to be able to fund programming so funding was made available and we got 23 stations as you said local regional you know KCLR stations all over the country we came together we've got the support we have a project manager in place um, and it's been launched this week so it's fantastic and uh, Derva, I mean, from the point of view of you being outside of the media, if you like, uh, working with Kilkenny Climate Action, the coordination group, it must be really heartening for you to see the media landscape getting behind that push to try and drive change. Absolutely. It's great. And I was just saying to John before we came on air that you can really see in the last number of months, it's all over the media. It's just become kind of mainstream in, in nearly every programme out there. And that's really good because it raises the awareness and it lets people see the urgency of it. Yeah. And also, as I said, joining us on the phone, Ursula Hearn, Waste Prevention Officer for the Southern Region, Region Waste Management Office. Uh, good morning and welcome to the show, Ursula. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for having me on. Um, uh, the environment and the actions that we need to take are widespread, and obviously uh, waste management is a key part of that. Um, are you going to be happy to see um, the independent broadcasters of Ireland shining that light on the importance of all of the different sectors that are affected by climate change? Oh, we are indeed, and we welcome it um, thoroughly. It's a great um 
um, initiative and the public, as um, Derba said, they really want to get involved. They want to know what they can do. So this is a great um, initiative and we welcome it totally, yeah. Well, the initiative is entitled "Ours to Protect." Um, it is ours to protect, but it's ours to protect for the next for the next generation. So, we actually thought we would start this panel discussion this morning off by listening to some audio from from some young people, and we got their thoughts on how they think the adults in their life are are dealing with the challenges that we face. Greenhouse gases are being let up into the air and it's thinning the ozone layer and it's letting the sun get in a lot easier and it's affecting the environment and making animals move habitats. Trees help us breathe and they're part of the environment and if they got chopped off we couldn't breathe and we wouldn't be we wouldn't be alive. In certain places there's like severe droughts which is causing many people to starve to death and like animals to also starve to death. The environment is where we live and in the environment there's a load of trees and nature and if we don't stop climate change, our environment can get damaged. Climate change is affecting the environment a lot. Um, climate change is melting all uh, the polar ice caps and that causes more floods and different weather. If the polar ice caps melt, then the polar bears and penguins will die. An environment doesn't have to be like green and have trees. A desert would be considered environment and they're just as important as animals live there too. But places also have to stay the same because the creatures living there would have adapted over millions of years to live in that type of environment but they'll die if it changes or evolve or move which could be really bad. Well climate change would mean heating up the world in general therefore causing forest fires and then burning down the homes of animals like rainforests. Climate change is like a thing where the world changes like the temperatures rises. Climate change is when the earth heats up because of fossil fuels and pollution and it's melting all the glaciers and ice caps for polar bears and penguins and all their natural habitats. Are you worried about the future, your future? Yes! Who wants to tell me why they're worried? Well, a hole broke in the ozone layer and a harmful rays came down where we live, so it could happen again. The ozone layer is getting very thin because of climate change and pollution, and I'm worried that it will, yeah, just that. Some of the smaller countries might get very flooded, and then, like, everything will be destroyed in the country. It could do the same to Ireland because Ireland is a very small country country compared to other countries. A hole in the ozone layer which will make more harmful rays and then that's a higher chance of skin cancer. If the water levels are rising it will mean that less land animals which means there will be less food. Most fish are adapted to different types of water but if the ozone layer it'll probably all be hot which means the fish that usually live in cold waters will die out which is the type of waters that Ireland has. The children, uh, local children, telling us their thoughts on on the actions that we need to take. Um, John Purcell, coming back to you. It's a massive job, but the only way to take on massive jobs 
is one step at a time with consistent and persistent effort. And I think that this is what this initiative really reflects. Was that part of the idea behind it in the first place? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a well-known saying the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. So, like, it is a huge job. Um, People see, generally on television and news channels and so on, when you hear about climate uh, emergency, you see pictures of iceberg and you see stuff about like million tons of ice is after melting and all that. And the individual feels like that's beyond my scope to do anything about it. But the reality is that it's by individuals doing stuff. And I know we were talking about, you know, what progress we're making, but mm. we can't become discouraged and we can't give in to a sense of, oh, look, it's too big of a problem. Like, we, you know, together people will be able to tackle it. Um, and it's just through individual actions and individual tweaks to behaviours and individual changes in habit that I believe mm. um, that'll that'll make the difference. So it's not going to be one, one person, one organisation, but it's genuinely a, a matter of everybody doing their bit and playing a part. And like during the COVID emergency, people, that looked really daunting. And like there were times when people thought we'd never yeah. get through this and would we ever get back to normality? People just got their head down did simple things because it was simple things that enable people to get through it and I'd be pretty confident that we can do so again with climate but it does require change change doesn't come quickly um, but you have to stick at it and Dervla I mean we often talk about the critical point in the negative context in terms of rising global temperatures but I'd like to see us pushing towards that critical point on the reverse side where we're making those small little steps and eventually at some point one day we reach that critical positive point um, do you think that's achievable for us? I do um, and I agree with John's take on it that we have to stay positive and we have to focus on what we can do and I think the starting point for all of us as individuals or as businesses is to to make that commitment, to say to yourself, right, I am going to commit to start taking climate action in my everyday life. So that could be mean buying a keep cup so that every time you go and get your coffee, you have your own cup, you're not disposing of another cup. In Mm. Ireland, something like 22,000 disposable cups are thrown away every hour. So if everybody bought their own keep cup, there's one tiny little action buy a water bottle, stop buying plastic bottles of water. Those are really, really simple things that you can do. There's lots of stuff you can do in your home and your garden. And yeah. I know in County Kilkenny from surveys that we've been doing on the emissions in the county that about 15% of the emissions, the greenhouse gas emissions in County Kilkenny are coming from our homes. So what can we do in our homes? So we can um, use less or no fossil fuels. So If you're starting out on a lower budget, insulate your attic. That's not going to be too expensive. And then you can go right up to the solar panels. But look at the fabric of your house, first of all. Start there. If you need furniture, don't buy new furniture. Buy vintage, pre-loved, upcycle products. Use eco-friendly cleaning products. The reason we're doing all of these is it's our constant wish to keep consuming new products that is fueling this crisis. And that's that, that was what came to mind for me yesterday when I took that survey was this sense of I'm not going to change the way the Western world works but if I can take those small little steps, you know, the keep cups all of that mm-hmm. type of stuff, waste management how you treat your gardens, your own house and stuff like that 
it's the it's the the power of the masses really in terms of trying to make those small little changes. And Ursula Hearn, as I said, waste prevention officer from the Southern Region Waste Management Office. John touched on it's everybody doing their little bit in their own little departments, as it were, coming together. Do you believe that initiatives like this, the Errors to Protect Initiative, Ursula, will help bring all of that stuff together under one umbrella and give people the sense that actually maybe there is a critical mass driving forward here? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we actually have a campaign a campaign that is in place this week, the National Food Waste Recycling Week that's running from the 5th of, of June until the 11th. And what we encourage people to do is that everybody can do it. Like food waste prevention and recycling is a positive climate action. Like in Ireland, we waste over um, 800,000 tonnes of food waste every year. Uh, growing, processing and transporting food uses a huge amount of resources. And if we waste... And this food, these resources are wasted. So, um, so like, like, so we encourage people to to make a list, do your shopping, uh, to prepare your food, um, to have a plan in place every week. Now, there will always be some food waste that will um, that will need to be um, recycled, and like six percent of household food waste continues to be placed in the wrong bin. So this week is all about getting people to recycle their food waste. Um, it was also helped with the bio um, economy in Ireland as well. And if you're not, if food waste is not going to landfill, you are not creating any greenhouse gases. So we are encouraging people to do the the, the right thing to recycle their food waste mm. and to and that's one step that everybody can do. Well, Arthur O'Hearn joining us on the phone. Dervla Ledwich in studio and John Purcell, CEO and Chair of the Independent Broadcasters of Ireland. I'm going to ask you all to stay with me for a couple of moments. We're going to take a short break. And after that break, we're going to start talking about some of the practical little steps that we can take from a business perspective and also in our own individual daily lives to try and make those changes that we're talking about. 20 past 11 here on KCLR Live. KCLR Live with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlo, helping you step out of the sweatpants and into style. See fairgreen.ie Did you hear KCLR breakfast this morning? And I might as well be honest, I won €7 in the National Lottery uh, last night, but I want to make this clear. Please respect our privacy as our family decides how to move forward in this exciting and pivotal moment in time. KCLR breakfast, back tomorrow morning from 7, with thanks to the Castle Lounge at the Kilkenny Ormond Hotel, the meeting place for a tea or coffee and a sweet treat, all-day menu or afternoon tea. Visit kilkennyormonds.com. Every new day brings NUA opportunities. That's why NUA, a Glenway company, is bringing a state-of-the-art manufacturing facility and new opportunities to Carlo. Our modern methods of construction use cutting-edge technology and precision manufacturing techniques to change how energy-efficient homes are constructed across Ireland. This also means substantial investment for the local economy. To find out more, including new career prospects, search NUA Manufacturing. NUA, technology building tomorrow's homes. There's the sporty one, the funny one, and the always right one. But to us, they'll always be our number one. Dads of Market Cross, we see you and we celebrate you. Treat your dad with a gift from Market Cross Shopping Centre. Market Cross has so much to choose from. A perfect summer t-shirt from Pennies, the latest game from Sex, or his favourite tipple from Super Value. Enjoy alcohol responsibly. Market Cross, the heart of shopping in Kenny this Father's Day. 
This is National Food Waste Recycling Week, so here's a reminder to always separate waste food. Remember, both cooked and raw food, as well as compostable packaging, go in the food waste recycling bin. Be climate positive. Visit mywaste.ie for lots of excellent tips and tricks. Brought to you by the Government of Ireland. Furniture and Design Bagnallstown are back with their Novat sale. Everything reduced by at least 23%. Sofas Novat, dining table and chairs Novat, Respa mattresses Novat. The Novat sale ends Monday, 12th of June. Furniture and Design, we're simply the best. Introducing the new Betco Agricultural Parts Shop at Murphy Machinery, Dublin Road, Kilkenny. As one of Europe's largest suppliers of agricultural parts, Betco has something to suit you. With tillage parts for plows, sprayers and combines, tractor parts, filters and oils, lights, hydraulics, paint and clothing. Betco has something for everyone. Call today and don't miss out at Murphy Machinery, Dublin Road, Kilkenny. Yes, you're welcome back to KCLR Live. 22 minutes past 11 o'clock this Thursday morning and we're talking hours to protect that fabulous initiative um, set up, designed, put together by the IBI with the assistance of Commission the Man and the Sound and Vision Fund. 1,200 new environmentally based shows happening across those 23 independent stations right across the country. Uh, coming back to John Purcell. John, uh, we heard earlier on from the children of the Green Skills Committee in uh, the Ballon National School and we're out doing the pack lunch school tour every second week. Green schools is such a big part of it. Do you hold out hope that actually, you know, as as the song said, the children of the future, they're going to be the ones that are going to pick up on all this education and we're sort of learning back down the line as it were? Yeah, I mean, I think we have to provide leadership and we have to, we have to provide a platform for the young people and support them because young people are the future and equally young people are so willing to change. I mean, they're embrace change. We were talking about fast fashion and you know the waste in the fashion industry um i know many uh, young people who've embraced that fully and are dressing completely in vintage put huge thought before they buy anything new yeah. uh, and so on so i think you know we have to recognize the huge progress that's taken place there and also i think we have to recognize that as well as messages coming from governments and from scientists about um you know, the need to change. But there is a big clamour from young people who go, like, look what your generation and other generations have done in terms of screwing up the environment. Mm. Like, it's our future, don't ruin it for us. So we have that responsibility. It's, 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 and I've spoken to many young people who do feel that sense of grievance towards their older, um, the older generations, because they would see, you know, particularly if you look since the 60s on, the, the amount of the explosion in consumption that's happened and the impact of that. So we have to recognise our responsibilities to the planet, to to the environment, but also to the young people. Yeah, and I think the young people are also becoming totally aware of not just the, the problems caused by future previous generations, but also from a technological point of view, we hear so much about uh, data banks and servers and, you know... The Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's a huge energy... Yeah, absolutely. Too. I mean, you know, with all the server power that it takes up, so, I mean, it's it's they have to be involved as well. We all have to oh, do it together. Effort, yeah. yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, Dervila, you were mentioning some simple little tips, and, you know, this is what these programs are about. We're not here to, to pontificate and talk about the big picture stuff the whole time. Give us some more of those simple tips that people um, can implement in their own daily lives. We mentioned the keep cups already and you know the simple ones, but give people some more because it might just trigger something in their own head listening at home. Yeah, so another thing, if you're a gardener stop using pesticides. Uh, let nature take its course. 
um, in your garden and that has a positive benefit for biodiversity which is under extreme pressure because of the climate crisis so you'll be helping the biodiversity and then you'd also be helping things like runoff we're, we're getting more and more extreme uh, rainfall events and that's that's predicted to continue for Kilkenny that's one of the climate effects that we're going to have here if we have more green spaces in our towns and city and less grey less concrete less hard surfaces the water can absorb into the green spaces and it can actually help reduce the impact of flooding so that's a real win-win situation yeah um, another one would be to join a group. It's always easier to take action if you're not the only one. Yeah. So you could join a sustainable energy community and that's managed here in Kilkenny by the, the Southeast Energy Agency and their communities were coming together to see how they can reduce energy in their towns and villages and they get support with grants and developing up a little plan and so on. One of the things that happened in my locality recently, which I thought was a really, really clever idea, the uh, local residents association pay quite large fees every year to have the grass verges cut in and around the estates. Now, they decided to keep some of them cut, but they've actually half the bill in the grass cutting because they simply went out and bought a, a load of uh, wildflower seeds and said, those verges there would look quite nice with flowers on them. And, and they're the small little steps that you talk about coming together as groups that we can come up with those ideas and implement. That's it. I mean, it's much easier if there's a few of you working on it, working on it together. I mean, another way that people could come together, and this is really important, is to start gathering data, um, citizen science projects. Yep. So I know our biodiversity officer is looking for people to get involved in Kilkenny to start gathering data about different aspects of biodiversity and that has a knock-on impact for um, the climate as well and then we have it we will soon have a new community climate action fund where we have about a half a million euro for County Kilkenny to fund communities to take positive climate action we hope to be launching it fairly soon and it'll be covering things like travel food waste energy the environment environment um, that's a really positive way that communities can come on board and help as well. Absolutely and a large part of the Arrows to Protect project is also collecting data and before we finish the segment we'll be giving people some information on where they can find those links and get involved in the whole process. Uh, Ursula Hearn, um, waste, a huge, huge part of it. You're the Waste Prevention Officer for the Southern Region Waste Manage Office, Management Office. Um, how are we going in relation to our recycling stats in houses and what's the next steps that we need to take in that regard? Yeah, um, I suppose our recycling rate, we have to reach certain targets by 2025. We are not quite there yet. Um, the regional waste management offices have actually drafted up um, the National Waste Management Plan for the Circular Economy, which sets some very tight, uh, some very um, hard targets. And the main plan ambition there was to have um, the 0% total waste growth per person over the life of the plan. That plan, the draft plan is actually up for public consultation at the moment and the closing date for that is on the 5th of July. Um, all information is available on um, www.mywaste.ie on that. So we're getting there but we have a lot to do and everybody can help. That's the one story I suppose that we're getting from across uh, this panel discussion is that everybody has a part to play in this. And give us some of those basic simple tips if you can um, that people can can take at home. Yeah, okay. So I suppose if you're recycling your waste at home, just know what you can put into your waste bin. What and then 
make sure you separate your food waste from its packaging and it goes into your brown bin. And then also there's a lot of information on mywaste.ie and how to manage your waste in a responsible and in a way that suits you. Well, as we said, sorry, apologies. As we said earlier on, it's the children being educated in schools that know so much about that. And we heard from some of the children in the uh, the Green Schools Committee at Ballon there a little bit earlier on. We'll round up the segment in a moment by getting some concluding thoughts from our three contributors. But let's go back to the kids because, as we said, it's all about them. Well, they can teach us more things that we can do and things that we could not do to help, and then. They can teach us things that we to not do because it can hurt the environment and then more pollution and things like that. Um, a weekly litter pick with your parents. If it's like a bit a few minutes away, you could tell your parents to walk, not go in the car. Um, if uh, parents can try help uh, prevent them get their kids from buying stuff that have like loads and loads of plastic. We could go get like wooden utensils, like made out of bamboo, like bamboo towels, bamboo toothbrushes. Well, they could try to s- switch to more uh, better energy sources. Also, by wind, we can make electricity. What does the Green Schools do here in Ballon National School? They help the air. We done a Christmas fair and we had like a stand with all eco things. We do active travel days um, to convince people to scoot, cycle, walk, park and stride or carpool or take the bus. And then we walk out in the front of the school and put up posters and then we see how many cars are there and there's less cars. On active travel days, we go around to the classes and we do like a survey every active travel day and see the difference and there has been a big decrease in cars and a lot more cycling and scooting. We took a trip to Altamont to see um, a lot of different plants and trees and we have a big St. Patrick's Day parade every year. The last two years we won the best walking groups. They have nine green school flags. Well, for every green flag we focus on something different. Last year was biodiversity. This year is sustainable travel and global citizenship. Um, in the school, we have a water butt, which uses rainwater for the taps for like water to wash your hands and stuff, and water plants. And we have um, a bunch of polytunnels. Um, we also have Ballon Improvement Group and Shuffle Gloss and Gardening Club. Uh, we're planting stuff in the polytunnels, loads of flowers. And later on, we're going to plant them around um, the village for all the butterflies and bees. We also have an outdoor classroom with loads of like trees and plants and solar panels for the electricity. In school, we were learning about like the UN's global citizenship. I think it was like 17 global goals, like to reduce poverty and hunger and global warming and sustainable travel and more water for everybody. Do you think the government is doing enough or the adults in your lives are doing enough to help the environment? No, 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 no. 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 They, they need to do a lot more. Some adults do nothing and some try to help as much as they can. Ah!
Yes, that's our very own Ethnic Quirk talking to the children of the Green Schools Committee in Ballon National School. Um, there was sort of wry smiles in studio here when Ethna asked them the question, do you think the adults in our lives are doing enough? Uh, Ursula Hearn, um, the resounding answer from the children was no. Yeah, I suppose like uh, it's so good to hear those those children speak. They they know so much. They know so much that um yeah. So like it is too like but I think that we really have to just everybody can do something and just we all are in this together and National Food Waste Recycling Week is on this week. There's loads of events happening and all the information is available on mywaste.ie. Well, Deborah Leverage, Ursula Hearn saying everybody can do their bit and we're stronger together. Would you echo those sentiments? Absolutely, yeah. I think we'd, the first thing is make a commitment, make a start, um, take part in our Climate Action Plan, the Kilkenny County Council Climate Action Plan. We'll be going out for draft in September, October of this year. And we have local elections coming up uh, next year. So make this an issue on the doorstep with your politicians. Let them know how you feel about it. And John Purcell, CEO, KCLR and Chair of the Independent Broadcasters of Ireland. Um, a massive initiative, lots done. But lots still to do. Absolutely, and it, it'll rest on individual action. Organisations can only do so much, and the media can only do so much. And what I'd say to people is, you know, let's start the change now. Don't be putting it off down the road. You heard the young people. That's the challenge. They don't think that adults like us are doing enough. So, and you hate to, to you hate to prove your children right, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's a serious responsibility, and um, you know, I think the children were saying there that they'd like to show us to show them more what they can do I think equally they can show us a lot to do and we have to open our ears and start changing and without delay really Well John Purcell Dervil Edwidge and Ursula Hearn thank you very much for joining us this morning on the first of our Hours to Protect series a huge amount still to come and as we said we're trying to encourage you guys to get involved you'll find all the links up on our social media pages the two things that we're calling on you to do go and visit the Hours to Protect .ie website check out that uh, carbon calculator it's very simple, straightforward. And there's also a, a more expansive survey that you can take that will help us understand your relationship with the climate and the media. Uh, Errors to Protect continuing for the next 12 months right across the independent stations of Ireland. Hours to protect.